Welcome to Hachzik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Hello, everybody. We're back, and this is going to be uh, for Monday. Uh, we're looking at Chovat Levavot number 36 today. Okay. We start to talk about this idea of going after things that are more luxurious, things that may not be vital inside our life. But people want it. You know, we want to have it, we want to be comfortable with it. And we see that, well, Chavot <laughs> Levavot started to explain to us how, yes, it's something that is possible. But it's something that, like everything, comes from Hashem. And that we may not be expected to have to go and exert ourselves so much more to have that. And it may actually be something negative. So let's see now. Sometimes. Sometimes Hashem decides that I'm going to channel the livelihood of so many people through one person. The guy has 250 workers. So this guy is now in charge of so many other people's income. They're coming through him to them. So this person's income isn't just let's say, the $200,000 he needs for himself. But he may be having an income of $2 million. Meaning, from Shemaim, they may be setting that down, but it's because, not just the 200K for you, but for all the workers that you're trying to give as well. $2 million may not be enough. I didn't do the math in my mind, but you get the point. And this is done to test whether the person is going to serve Hashem or rebel against him. And Hashem is making this happen because it's one of the most challenging ways of testing somebody, of tempting somebody, all that money that comes in. Are you going to look at your responsibility and say that this is meant for everybody? Or are you going to go and look at yourself and say, no, this is something that I need to have. This is something that I want to hold on to. Give a look at 62. Chovel Bavod explained that one of the reasons Hashem requires a person to work for a living, rather than giving him his sustenance free of effort, is in order to test him as to how he'll go about doing this. When Hashem puts someone in the position of having abundant income, so that he'll support others rather than just himself, his test is especially difficult for reasons that will soon be sent out. We'll see why it's so difficult. See, I made it simple now. You know, it's a man who has a business and so many workers. So over there you'd say, well, of course he has to send that money down to the workers. They worked it. They earned it. Sometimes you find stories where that's not the case, where the boss, boss runs off with all the money. But what if they're not his workers? What if they're aniim? What if they're his relatives, but they're not doing well? What if they're his children? There are so many times that a person may look and say, this is mine. That, that No, no, I made this. This is mine. And he doesn't realize Hashem sent out this money to him because within your community there are needs. Within your community there's a mick for the needs to be built. There are bookcases inside the shul that need replacing. Where there are people who push it don't have bread on their table. And I sent it down through you for you to recognize that. And that's the test. It's not an easy test. This is why the Chavetz Chaim was so afraid to become wealthy. Because how's he to know exactly where and when this money is meant to go to? And yet, there are people who are tested with this constantly. And if they should decide to take that money and put it towards luxury. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that they can't. I am saying that if they go to an excess amount of luxury and they don't do what is the logical 
what is at least the bare minimum of giving out, certainly 10%, maybe even 20%. We'll see soon about that. But that ultimately, if his attitude isn't one in which is pointed outwards, and instead the attitude is one pointed within, then we have a problem because he's certainly failing his test. Like a king who gives to his many soldiers, his servants, and like ministers in the government, officers, they have so many servants, people, attendants, that they may have wives or families, and they run around trying to collect money for all these different things, in many different ways, and this could end up from a good tovim or raim, or we can end up doing bad, like we just explained. Now, the foolish one, so now, you have a wealthy person. Money is coming down his way. The king over here, we're just going to talk about the wealthy person inside a community. The money is coming down his way. How does he look at it? Says, The fool has three things that he falls for. The first is how he puts together the money. How he amasses that money. Because let's face it, He's only going to end up with the amount of money that Hashem allowed for him to end up. But he decides to do it in a disgraceful or in a dishonest or illegal way. Now, had he just pursued it in a regular way, he would have gotten it either way. And then he could have preserved everything in the Torah, everything that is demanded of him within his own world. Hashem would not have had him lose anything out from it whatsoever. Hashem is going to take care of you because Hashem decided you're the one to go and send that money through. But you decided, no, I got to do it in a quick scheme kind of a way. I got to do it in a way that's not going to be as legal as possible. I'll go and I'll launder other people's money. I'll go and do certain things that without paying tax, taxes, etc. Certain ways because I have all these people that I have to go and I have to give to or to go and to fundraise it in a way that is incorrect. All these different things. You foolish person. Had you just done it the right way, Hashem, who's the one who provides, would have done it the same way regardless. So that's step one, doing it in a legal fashion. Step two, Bahasheni, what is his next mistake? Kihuchoshef, he thinks, He believes that all of it is for his own food, his own well-being, his own luxuries. He doesn't understand. realize that whenever a person's income comes in, you can always divide it into three different parts. What are the three parts that can be divided? Echad mehem. The first type, the first part when money comes in is tariff mezano. Really, what is supposed to be for your food? Vuhu kalkalat gofol bilvad. The sustenance he needs for his own body. Vuhu muftach menlohim nechol asher bo ruachayim adachal yamav. 
Now, this type, step one type of when money comes in, that's something Hashem guarantees to everything alive inside this world. Hashem will always take care of everybody and everything inside this world. There, how much? Oh, yeah, I said mess. Let's give a look at number 69 out here. Every creature, whether man or animal, is guaranteed to receive the food it needs to survive for as long as it lives. As the verse states, Hashem always gives. For animals, Hashem does not pay for mining each species with the instinct and tools it requires to obtain the type of food it needs and placing in the habitat where such food is available for humans. He provides each person with a means of earning a basic living. And if for some reason a person is unable to work or obtain food, he ensures that the person receives his nourishment through others. Meaning, if his money isn't working out from his job, then it's going to happen. It may sometimes happen that a person dies of starvation, but this is because Hashem decreed that his lifespan is over. As long as a person is ordained to live, however, he's guaranteed to have his basic food supplied to him, provided he puts in the normal amount of work necessary to obtain it. Since Hashem created a person and gives him life, he has, so to speak, assume the responsibility to sustain that life. Since one's basic sustenance is guaranteed, but luxuries are not, one should expend his money reasonably. He should not spend frivolously, since the money he wastes might have been earmarked for his future needs, so as a result of his extravagance, he will later suffer from want. On the other hand, he need not be miserly regarding genuine needs in order to hoard money for the future, since... His coming needs will be met in any event, as per Hashem's guarantee. What that means is, is that step one of how money comes in is we have to appreciate Hashem takes care of you. Hashem takes care of everybody, and that is something you can expect. That is something Hashem will go and send to you, for sure. Vahashedi, coming back now inside, Tariff Mazon is income for other people who are dependent on you. Wife, children, servants, people who are like uh, dependent on you, even employees. They didn't move but that kind of an income, it's not guaranteed Hashem is going to give it to every single person through you. Only to those who are privileged as the one that Hashem sends down that money to. It's an Aymuchadim with very, very specific conditions. For whom Mikrem is Damit Beit Achat, and it could be that it'll happen for you this month. But not in a different time. As Hashem decides how he goes about things. Meaning, the Chobot of Avot over here goes very much into this idea that you're going to be taken care of. What about your wife and kids? It may not necessarily come through you. They'll be taken care of because every person is taken care of. Who said it's through you? It may have to come from a different channel. Now, over here on the bottom, we don't have time for this one today. Where are we holding? Vay, vay, vay. Is one assured to be able to support his wife? You should mom see this on bottom. But Moshe Feinstein disagrees. Um, doesn't say it straight out, but Moshe disagrees. Moshe feels that your wife and children's stuff actually do come through the Tzvaris Yankov. Also, um, based on the Gemara and goes that way as well. It's a very interesting machlok. Give a look and see it. But what he's telling us is, is that a fool has to understand that what all you're guaranteed is just the step one of you. Well, we'll see tomorrow step three, but step one is you. Step two for others, maybe sometimes it will, sometimes it won't. Tomorrow we'll see what step three is. Have a wonderful day. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.